Hello, everybody. Welcome to our 291st edition of Sci-Fi Watcher. Glad you could join us again tonight as we talk about some more Rick and Morty. I'm Corey Shrett. He's Brian Lee. Brian, what's going on? Hey, Corey. Always happy, happy, happy to talk about Rick and Morty. Love these episodes. Oh, my God. We're getting, getting closer than I can actually say I've seen them all. And then we can sit here and cry until the new episodes come out. I think I think by the time we're done, it's going to be right there the next week, yeah, season four. It's going to be I'm calling it. All right. If it works out perfectly, I will be so happy. But before we get to that, let's get to this week's episode called Rick Mancing the Stone from season three, episode two, the 23rd episode overall, July 30th, 2017, which, of course, is a long time after April 1st from last week's episode. Uh, written by Jane Becker and directed by Dominic Polsino. I love, and I've said this to you before, I love shows that start in the middle of the action. I love that the portal yes. opens up, a portal opens up and they're escaping from somewhere. Love it. Because Summer's Rainer was on. Oh, well, that's why. <laughs> um, and I love Beth, or not Beth, Summer and, and Morty Adventures. I it's it's fun. And and we talked about this last week. Jerry is saying goodbye to the kids because he's going through divorce, which is great. So that means we don't have to worry about the boring Jerry Beth storyline. Uh that's that's true. Yeah. Because that was that. always a thing we brought it up. I mean, that's just that's always a B story or a C story or don't want to see story. No, no, no. And it's like, okay, can we skip this and get to the the Rick and Morty or Rick and Summer or Morty and Summer, whoever adventure. We don't I don't care about Jerry. Just Get rid of him. And poor Beth. Beth's in there a little bit. Just a hair. But um, yeah. I, I like the fact that they're all uncomfortable. They just get in a portal and leave. <laughs> and then Jerry's staying there alone. And the wind blows. And you hear, loser. Loser. Love that. Hello. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that. Um, I love the little U-Tow truck that has a tow in it. Yeah. I love I love that. Obviously, instead of U-Haul, U-Tow. I'm like, okay. That's cute. U-Tow with a big tow. And of course, and of course, this is an homage to Mad Max. I mean, if you don't know, within two seconds of seeing, uh, you know, Rick, Morty, and Summer in this futuristic barren wasteland, shooting at these unknown creature guys, it's like, okay. oh yeah, right away. It's it's it is pretty much Mad Max, Mad yeah. Max forever. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, there's even like direct references to Mad Max, which is great. So they don't even, I love, they don't even candy coat it. They never do. They just said, we're stealing this and we're using it for our own. Just like all the other episodes. Exactly. I love how they're going to leave and Summer wants to stay behind and shoot the oncoming vehicle and it flips over her head. Just like pretty much every movie you've seen from that era. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. It, it begs for her to kill him and she does. And I'm thinking myself, <laughs> I'm thinking myself, this would have been Morty in that purge episode. That's the thing Morty would have done. Right. I mean, I'm wondering, is this there something in their genetic makeup that makes them want to kill people? I don't know. I don't know either. But I love the idea that this gang says that they remove weak blood and it makes them stronger, so they want them to join their gang. And of course, you know how Rick is because he sees that that big green rock, which is isotope 322. And I love how the the uh, the the people there had no idea it was a power source. Which is funny. They're like, ah, it's just a green rock. We don't really know what it is. Like, oh, okay. He's like, yeah, well, we're going to steal that from you, obviously. Yeah. And then we get the whole Thunderdome, which is actually a Blood Dome thing. And I love, 
I love the whole thing with with Morty when they inject that that uh, stuff into his arm from the other arm, and it makes his arm really huge. And it's got a mind. That of was its own. hilarious, and it's got a mind of its own, which is great. That was probably the best part. I I love it. Please don't come over here. You're gonna die if you come over here. Boom, boom, boom. I'm like, okay, this is great. And that arm is easily bigger than him. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> huge. But I love the whole thing about the arm, you know, having control and doing everything. Mm-hmm. But I love it's all just a distraction, so Rick could steal the green rock. Um, and, and why did he leave him there? That was the other thing. Like Rick decides that you know they're having I mean, Morty and Summer are having this mid, you know this crisis for the divorce, so he just leaves him there. Yeah, I to don't deal know. with it. I have no clue why he does that. It's like I think you, I think you'd rather have the isotope before the grandkids. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, well, what do you think about Summer kind of like hitching with the, uh, you know, the leader there? Oh, Hemorrhage, the guy with the uh, Hemorrhage, the bucket head on. I, I, I don't know. It kind of felt a little awkward at first. Yeah. Um, I love the fact that he takes the bucket off his head and it's just like this dorky looking guy with a mustache. And they got a tan, right. got a big tan line. Yeah, but them like going back and forth about the mustache got kind of old. I yeah. think that was they could have shortened that a little bit. Yeah, I felt like they stretched that out a little bit. But it's like true though. Why why do you have a mustache on if you have a bucket over your head? Yeah, right. Well, he he mentioned about the beard. The beard was kind of getting in the way of the bucket. You know, blah blah blah. So That's I made it smaller. Oh, okay, whatever. I'm <laughs> like, yeah, let's just let's fast forward through this. That's enough of that. Right. Uh, like Rick's in our back back home and he creates robot Summer and Morty. So mm-hmm. so they don't so Beth doesn't realize that the kids aren't there. And the fact that Beth does not realize that they're not Summer and Morty <laughs> is hilarious. And then and then somehow the, Beth gets convinced that she wants uh uh but yeah, because Summer or I think Summer is the one that tries to convince Beth to call Jerry and she says she's going to call Jerry so he shuts her off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, so good. I, I just love the and then we go back to the whole fighting scene. Morty Morty just killing everybody with that arm. Yeah. And then it went dark. It went dark though. It, how the uh, the arm really wanted to kill like anyone that wronged him in the past. Yeah, it has like a mind of its own, which was great. Yeah. Like a cousin it or something, you know? I don't know. Kind of like that. But I love the fact that the arm tries to drown a guy and then once it thinks it kills the guy, it goes back to normal because it, its mission is accomplished and the guy's still alive. Mm-hmm. Then it got, like you said, it got dark. Rick's ho- helping Morty hold the guy down to kill him in the water. Like, ooh. Yeah. I could have done without that, but I, I still enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then, and then of course Rick tells them the, the truth that the green globe power can power their city. Mm-hmm. You see all the lights mm-hmm. going on. And then of course what happens Summer goes home and there's hemorrhage sitting there with Rick and Morty on the couch doing nothing but watching TV. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a stab at modern times and Uh technology. Um, It's funny how it only took three weeks to get to that point, you know? Yeah. If you you have that much power, you could be able to do a lot in three weeks, you think. Yeah. But there was a whole neighborhood sprung up and they had neighbors that didn't like them. It's kind of a typical neighborhood. The usual suburban life. Yeah. But I love the fact that we actually go into the room where the power supply is and it's just a little tab of that 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 
that green globe that's powering the whole thing. It's not the whole thing. Yeah. It's like, ooh, I like this. Yeah. And then and then uh, Rick grabs it and, and Hamburg is like, no. I love it. I love it. He takes the big thing and he, just before he goes in, he grabs a little piece and jumps in the portal. Like, nice. Yeah. <laughs> so this was a fun episode. Oh, it was. I really, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I like the whole, the whole uh, Morty and Summer playing with Beth at the end there, the stupid dice game or whatever it's called. I don't even know what it's called there. Mm-hmm. And then Morty want, wants to become sentient and wants to live, and the override tries to take over it on him. It's like, <laughs> all, right, all right, we got a Pinocchio moment going on here. It's kind of scary. I wish he could have let that robot go. You know, that would have been a cool scene to like end with the robots like living their own lives somewhere. Oh yeah, that would have been that been a great like after credit scene. Yeah, but the after credit scene was still pretty good. Right. (laughs) Well, I like the whole thing at the end. Summer, she really misses her father. She goes to the hotel to see him and reminds him not to look back. Yeah, (laughs) and then she says, "There's lots of hookers outside." He's like, "Is that what they are? (laughs) You really (laughs) that typical Jerry." And then the, the the WTF after credit scene, I'm like, what in the heck? I know, right? The that was that one that that came out of nowhere, but I loved it. Oh yeah, a wolf that threatens to chew up the check. <laughs> yeah, he wants the unemployment. He doesn't care about the food. He wants the unemployment check. He yeah, can t- he can tell the difference, and then he spits it out after he eats it. At insult to injury. Right. And then and the- then we get the call back. Loser. I love that. And I know it's funny, is it was still funny, even though I saw the wind blowing. I'm like, it's coming, it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I love that. It was just oh my god. We love to laugh at Jerry. I'm loving this this Jerry free story. We really didn't have a beast. There was a little bit of a beast story with with the robot Morty and Summer with Beth, but it was just just a little bit. It wasn't enough to just go, okay, can we get back to the main story? Mm-hmm. I like this better than the A B story we've we've had for the like the first two seasons. Yeah, just enough to move on. Yeah, give, give me a break from the from this and just take a little break and then let's go right back in it. I thought it was much better that way. Mm-hmm. I hope the next episode is just an all A story. We'll see. We will see, and you probably know, so you won't tell me anyway. But <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, how would you rate this bad boy? Um, seven point five. Yeah, I was going eight on this one. This is a fun one. I mean, the the arm thing really does it for me. Oh, and that's another thing too. I love when his arm goes back to normal. You see the shirts all ripped up on the side there because his arm was so huge. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, little things like that. I was like, that's so smart. I never thought of that. Oh yeah, and the whole Tina Turner outfit that Summer had on. And I, I know, missed that. I did too. You mentioned it, uh, and I, I love a reference. I, I say the eighties. It could be the nineties too. At the end there, when Hemorrhage is sitting on the couch, he's wearing one of those Big Johnson t-shirts. Remember the Big Johnson t-shirts? That was 90s, wasn't it? Was it 90s? It was late 80s, early 90s? Somewhere around there. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it was it was that era somewhere. But the Big Johnson t-shirt, I'm like, oh my God, talk about a callback. I bet you uh, Justin probably wore that as a kid <laughs> or something. I never wore one of those, but they were all over the place. But they were hilarious. Oh, yeah. those, are, those are great. So That and Hypercolor. Oh my God! Yeah, let's 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 avoid the '80s again. Let's just avoid it completely. Yeah, but I think we should wrap up this episode of Rick and Morty. Unfortunately, it's another week we have to wait, or not. Well, well, we do because they're released every <laughs> they're released every Thursday. I'm not going to go watch it right now because we have to. I got to remember it unless I watch it a million times. 
And of course, I want to thank you for being here, Brian. Where can we find you online? Uh, you can always find me on Instagram or Twitter. It's Brian Says. Sayerproductions.com slash sci-fi watcher for all the goodness. Check out everything we've done this week. Like I said, we got Rick and Morty you're listening to right now. We got the Orville. We got Twilight Zone, uh, the Alien short. Plus, we did some sci-fi shorts this week, too. So check it all out. Sayerproductions.com slash sci-fi watcher. That's it, my friends. We'll catch you next time. Later.